Hey, in this episode we have some adult language, so if you're listening with little ones around, pop some headphones on now, or come back to this episode later. Alright, ready to go Lightbeam? Here is this week's episode. Hey there beautiful soul, welcome back to another episode on Soul Led Spirit Driven, the podcast. I'm Kasia Berg, and I'm so happy that you can join me today. All right, let's get into this. Hello, beautiful light beam. Welcome back to another episode on the Soul Led Spirit Driven podcast. I hope that my title didn't throw you off or confuse you. It definitely is not a clickbait. It is actually something that has been on my mind this week as I'm recording it Um, and I have been thinking about it and I want to share this with you. I think this might resonate with some of you who are also here in the spiritual arena doing your bit, who are these beautiful genuine Light workers, healers, um, shamans, you know, psychics, mediums, tarot readers. So you might really resonate with this. But even if you're not in this spiritual arena as um, a facilitator, I would actually love to know what you think about this. So... Here's my thinking around this title for entertainment purposes only. So I see hmm, some psychics, some mediums, um, healers put that disclaimer on their website. And this is actually something that I never, ever, ever, ever understood Because I'm thinking, I am coming, let's say, to this particular medium to receive guidance, connect with my loved one, hopefully receive evidence so that I know that she has the right uh, person and spirit. But seeing this for entertainment purposes only kind of puts me off because it almost in my head and this could be just me but it just in my head makes this all feel like a party trick like it's a bit of a mockery you know nothing to to be taken serious so the reason this even came up for me was because I have noticed um in my feed on Instagram in particular on Facebook a little bit There are people there who, for lack of a better word, and I don't like this word, but I'm going to use it here, diss other businesses. And they diss, you know, coaches, um, whether they're manifesting coaches, business coaches, but also I've seen a rise in people dissing spiritual people. 
and I could pull this apart in so many ways and we would be sitting here till tomorrow but I really don't want this to be my way of dissing the people that diss others I guess I want to bring to the table my experience and my journey and why it hurts it really hurts me when I see anyone dissing quote-unquote anyone anyone in business but especially spiritual people I guess because that is my arena that is the field that I'm in um, and it really hurts me as well when it's people like me are being put in the same bucket as um, people who do it for entertainment purposes only so I guess and I'm going to thread carefully here I want to navigate through this episode in a nice kind loving way because I don't want to be you know someone who disses on others who diss others and stuff I don't want to jump on that bandwagon but it is really important for me to highlight I guess the difference between someone who is for entertainment purposes only or perhaps has ingenuine um, intentions being a spiritual person perhaps they have some other hidden agenda perhaps they you know are not connecting for real but they see this as a money-making thing and they're playing on people's emotions and vulnerability and I really just want to explain, not even explain, I, f- I don't feel like I need to explain myself, but I feel my energy is coming more from a place of highlighting my journey to, I guess, say why I don't, why it upsets me and hurts me when... um we're being put in the same bucket because no doubt there are people out there who don't have genuine intentions and they really see that now at the moment spirituality new agey stuff is on the rise it's a bit of a trendy thing to be a light worker you know tarot reader psychic whatever and they just want a piece of that cake right I mean I've seen this in many industries there was the big handmade uh, rising where in the handmade community there were there was a trend for these miniature homes and stay-at-home moms were decorating these miniature homes with these DIY furniture that resembled uh, real big furnitures and I remember it was like a good six months of like this was trending like that was it felt like everyone's doing that there was a big uprise in the knitting or in digital prints and again that was my other arena so I know that um trends come and go and there are people who jump on it because they want to make money while the trend is trendy and there are also people who are genuinely loving this and they cannot imagine doing anything else and kudos to them so now in this spiritual field we have these people who perhaps are talking about things they don't really understand Perhaps they are 
you know, not really communicating with anyone and not because they don't have any guides or they don't, um, they're not worthy enough or they're not special enough. I feel that it's perhaps their attention has gone somewhere else instead of, let's say, connecting and deepening that practice and developing a beautiful relationship with their guides, you know, connecting to their purpose. Um, Because I I absolutely believe that we're all here on a mission. Absolutely. I don't even have to say I believe. It's in my mind, this is how it is, right? So, and I know this because I have a good relationship with my guides, with my, you know, astral team. Um, so in my mind, and I'm going to say it in my mind because I don't ever want to say this is how it is and you have to believe it. You know, we all experience the world in different ways. But in my mind, from what I was shown, shared with what I have observed, I know that we're all here on a mission. No one is here to just exist, right? Exist and, and like have no no purpose, no meaning, right? Do we all need to be psychics or mediums or tarot readers or healers? No, right? We can do good in any area, in any field, in any job, as long as we are connected to that essence, that purpose, that mission that we're here. Don't let me, don't, don't get me even started on that. That deserves a whole nother episode. So I don't doubt that these people that let's just say are going about this in a very ingenuine way are also specially unique. They have their guides. They have a mission here, but I feel that perhaps their focus is more on how can I turn this into money? How can I make a quick buck? This this is so easy. People are so gullible. You know, I can do this. No worries. Instead of actually connecting, right? And asking their guides, like, you know, what am I here to do? What's my mission? What, how can I be of service? So I can understand that perhaps these people who this, quote unquote, um, spiritual workers who are like that, have perhaps experienced that. Perhaps they have gone to a medium who was all fluff and no substance. Perhaps they have gone to um, a healer and, you know, this person didn't do what they were going to do because perhaps nothing really happened. Perhaps it was over-promised and under-delivered. I can understand that and I can understand the frustration and hurt and disappointment with it and perhaps even anger. I don't... I guess, and I don't even want to go into this, like how this should be handled. That's, you know, up to the individual. Where I come in is I work so damn hard, so damn hard from the beginning on being authentic, um, not being smokes and mirrors, not being just for entertainment purposes. I work really, really hard. I continue to take courses because and work with some amazing spiritual workers, mediums, psychics. I I have my long-term spiritual mentor, Tracy Lee, that some of you might know from Dragonfly Angels, who I always check in because she has been in this field for like, I don't know, I think over 30 years. Um so she really knows her stuff and she has seen people who just kind of jump on the bandwagon because it's trendy and then kind of fall off. 
So I trust her with a lot of things. But I guess what I'm trying to say is from the moment that all this started happening for me and I started seeing past lives. Now, if you know my story, you know that I was not someone that would have considered myself seeing spirit, being always spiritual, um, you know, past lives. Yeah, of course, because I always delved in that stuff. Like that was not me. Yes, we had tarot. Yes, it was part of my life because my mom and my grandma were. But at the same time, it was kind of like made like this is a normal thing. And yet it's not. Don't bring it outside because, you know, we live in a country where a lot of people are Catholic. They don't like it. Um, I don't remember ever seeing spirits with my human eyes. But I do remember always being scared of the dark. And it wasn't because I was worried someone's going to mug me or someone's going to come and stab me or something. I just, for some reason, when it was dark, I could feel there's someone around me. And of course, I wasn't awakened enough or aware of, hey, that could be a spirit, someone's loved one, it could be your guides, you're just feeling them more because, you know, in the dark, it's it's easier to feel the energy, the energy comes through um, a little bit clearer, the veil is thinner, all this stuff, I didn't know this stuff, so I just couldn't understand why I am scared to go even from my friend's house to the car when it was dark by myself. I could absolutely feel there was someone there. I could feel it in the house if I, if I was alone. I always had to have all the lights on because otherwise I could feel them. But I didn't know what, what I was feeling. I thought I was actually just imagining things. You know, everyone always told me I've got a big imagination. But it wasn't even till recently that, you know, some family members, my aunts, were saying, oh, yeah, this makes sense that, you know, because you, you used to, as a five-year-old, always have these imaginary friends. And the way you described them, it sounded like people who lived in the, you know, early 20th or end of 19th century. I can't even remember. Anyways, it, it wasn't just like a one-eyed monster, you know, or a unicorn princess with, you know, a blue eye and wings and blah, blah, blah. It was, it was people. And, and I think when, when my relatives were saying that I have a big imagination, I feel they were referring more to that I was describing people, actual people. And I probably thought, well, how is that possible? So anyway, so because of all that, because I have never really believed or seen myself as um, a psychic, when past life started popping into my meditations, I like, I, I, I didn't even know what to do with it. Um, so it wasn't until I started seeking the help of um, these spiritual mentors that I had and they started putting things like piecing the pieces of the puzzle for me but up until then I never even took an interest in past lives I, I always believed that you know there was something else like it can't be that we just die and then we become fertilizer for plants like that's impossible right I also experienced so much death in my family and I don't know if, I don't want to spook you here, but it is a bit of a tradition with Polish people that you have an open casket. So from a very young age, 
when loved ones died, whether it was my grandmother, my grandfather, then my mom when I was 17, then my dad recently, there were always open caskets. So I was quite familiar with seeing people who are dead. And it always felt to me like this is just this shell, this skin. This is not this amazing, funny, strong, you know, resilient, hardworking, loving human that had this spirit, this energy about them, right? So I believe there must be more, but I never really entertained the idea. So my point is that even as these past lives started popping in, I still did not see myself as, and I'm doing quotation marks here, special enough to have this beautiful gift to be able to connect with spirit. Little did I know, we all have this, right? And so I put from the beginning so much hard work into, you know, clearing any blocks, um, making sure that the connection is as pure as possible, making sure I'm getting some specifics that can help me. I continue even now to work on bringing through evidence. I don't want to ever guess. I don't want to. I don't want to be that psychic that goes like, "All right, show me your driver's license, and I'll tell you everything you need to know about yourself." Right? And I can basically say, "Hey, you're John Smith, and you live in blah blah blah." <laughs> you know? I don't want to be that. I don't want to be for entertainment purposes only, and I don't want to be someone who. At a family gathering, you know, we'll just quickly tune in into Uncle George's, you know, past lives just because he goes like, hey, it would be fun to know, like, who was I in my past life? Well, first of all, Uncle George, you had probably over 500 past lives, not just this one. And so, you know, depending on what we need these past lives for, what do, why do we need to know about them? Um, will depend on which past life will come through. That's usually co the conversation I'm having with my loved ones when they say, hey, can you just quickly tune into me and tell me what, who, who I was in a past life? Uh, it doesn't work that way. Uh, I don't want to be someone who will just quickly, as a party trick, connect to Winston Churchill. I had that request as well. Or grab you some lottery tickets. I am here to show you the bigger picture that you're missing by focusing on these, you know, trivial little things. And so because I take this so seriously and because I never wish to... Um, be smokes and mirrors. My number one, I don't know, rule is do no harm. So in my sessions, I said to my guides, my astral team, any loved ones that are coming through, we do not disclose anything painful that could actually upset someone, that could put someone into a state of fear. We don't want to, I don't want to do that. And, you know, if I am a messenger of love and possibilities here, like they told me in the beginning, then I don't want to be saying that. That's not helpful, right? Um, I learned from doing my cards when I was 18 that you need to have boundaries and filters up. You can't just blurt out everything that you are shown. Um, 
you need to because here's the this is the thing and those of you who are connecting with your guides or working on connecting with your guides uh, this will be a really helpful tip for you, but you need to establish boundaries with your guides and if you're going into mediumship with the people that you'll be bringing through. Because the thing is, your guides respect your free will. So they will be, go- they also know the way you work, they also know your brain, your mind, how you process information, whether you have a lot of BS in your energy, you know beliefs in your belief system um so they will work with that and bring you information to that will fit into that sort of um puzzle so if you're if you don't want to be bringing through difficult things like even a loss of a baby because you don't know whether you can hold space for that person as they are emotionally right reacting to it then you can tell your guides don't show me that. I don't want to see that. I just want to see the happy, beautiful things, right? And that is fine. That's what they will honor and respect. So they will actually maybe show you a loss of a baby, but say, don't tell them, right? Just a reminder. Just we're showing you this. So you know that behind the scenes, this is why they are here or why they are doing this, but they're not ready, right? Or you're not ready. Um. So coming back to my bit here. So I really, really, really work hard on ensuring that all of my sessions carry this guidance from, not from me, not from my experience, not my own BS, my opinions, but from them, from your astral team, my astral team, if we're going to the Akashic Records, from your Akashic Masters and Teachers. And I am trying really, really hard, which is... I feel like I sound like a broken record, but I really need to emphasize that because this is why I get up at two o'clock or three o'clock in the morning and I do these courses with these amazing mentors who are, to my detriment, all overseas, all usually in the US. And I always like to catch the life. So I will get up. And I sit there whether it's an hour and a half or three hours because I want to absorb their knowledge, see what else they can teach me. How can I go deeper? How can I open more? How can I bring through more evidence? Um, I Like, for example, I, I, from the beginning, I was getting here and there loved ones coming through, but it was so faint and it they weren't coming through with messages or you know that I felt comfortable sharing as in I said I said to my astral team if I'm here to bring through loved ones then I need them to give me evidence I need to learn how to bring through evidence I don't just want to bring through fluff I don't want to be telling people your your loved one is there they love you you know they're so proud of you how did they die? Oh, you know, their heart stopped. Well, that's nothing. So they've sent me on this journey to, to, to practice. The right teachers popped up, the right courses popped up, um, and just all this stuff. So I continue to do this because I see that this work that I'm doing now is possibly the most powerful and most rewarding work I have ever done in my life. Ever. 
aside from being a mom, this is the most powerful and potent work that I have done ever and it is so important to me and I know that whether the trend for spirituality is up or down when it disappears I am here to help people to awaken on their ascension journey to help people live this life in flow not a life that society has dictated for them or the parents think they should live but this life that they truly want, I am here to help them uncover their purpose, right? Uh, connect them to their soul gift so that they can live this more expanded life and trust themselves. I am here to show these people, I want to say every human, but this could be impossible in one lifetime, but people that they are not just a bag of meat and bones who wound up here by accident like some accident of nature and is destined to just go through the motions live a life on autopilot till they die and that's it so I take this very seriously and therefore you will probably not ever 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 see on my website or any of my products for entertainment purposes only because I don't want to invite this energy you will probably never um, see me at a party showing off tricks how um, I can bring through a loved one or a famous person that is no longer with us or channeling someone's past lives because this work is too sacred for me so I just wanted to explain I guess why um, people dissing people is not okay ever and especially because there is so much happening in our world already right that is less than positive let's say we don't need more wounds to be scratched open I think if we can just be nice and kind to each other and understand that we're all here having our own human experience we're all here to learn different things. We're all at different stages in our soul development. And just understand that none of us has the manual how to navigate through this human life. We're all just beautiful star seeds who are doing their best. Living this human life. Trying to navigate through it as gently and kindly as we possibly can. And the other thing is that if you worry about um, falling victim to perhaps someone who is not yet aware of their abilities, their true abilities, and perhaps is acting in a ingenuine way, so being a psychic or healer or medium, but in an ingenuine way, and I believe it's purely because they haven't given the attention into the right spaces so they're not aware of actually how how wonderful their gifts could be but instead they're focusing on this is a cool trend people are biting at the moment uh debate and i could make a lot of money so if you worry about falling victim to that then i can share with you a couple of ways to minimize that risk 
One of them is always go by recommendations. Um, I share a lot of testimonials on my social media because I I can tell you till the cows come home how amazing Liberato is. I can tell you how amazing soul path sessions are or how wonderful earth school is and I can share all this stuff with you and I can tell you how life-changing the work that I'm doing is but when you hear it from someone else someone who has been there done that survived and can tell you about it now then I I feel that it will land so much deeper and more meaningful for you. So always, always go by recommendations, word of mouth, if you know someone, right? If it feels, if you come across someone and let's say the social media and you're watching them for a while, trying to decide whether this you want to work with this person and then something feels a little bit off for you, even as you book it, something feels off, you can always cancel it. It's always okay to cancel, right? The same is with me. I am not for everyone. I always say, whatever I share with you, put it through your own filters. Because we are receiving this channeled information, but none of it is a fact, right? It's not a fact. It won't be a fact till you cross the veil and go to the other side. It won't be one. Uh, purely because... Even if I experience something, let's say I am astral traveling and I can see these guys and I feel and I have this whole body sensory experience and I'm like, oh my God, it's just like I've seen it. I've seen it. I've felt it. It is real. They are here. I, I trust me. Well, you can't because you haven't experienced it, right? You haven't seen it. And I don't have any photos to show you, right? And us humans like to see things first, hear things first with our own ears, with our own eyes, feel it before we can believe it, right? So therefore, none of this is a fact. I can show you that Germ I can say Germany is in Europe and I can show you, I can bring a map up and show you, right? That's a fact. But we don't have any photos from the other side, unfortunately. So maybe not yet. Maybe we need a Syrian soul to come up with that. But Having said that, I always want you to put things through your filters. I may not be the right person for you, and that is absolutely fine. I, all I can do is just put things out there, put recommendations out there, testimonials from people who have worked with me. I can send my energy out and hope that when you connect with it, it will feel right for you. That's all. And if it doesn't, then that is also fine. So thank you for giving me the space to share this today. It was something that perhaps was more healing and helpful for me um, than maybe for you. I hope that at least I was able to help you in some way towards the end of this episode by sharing these two ways of how to know whether a psychic or a healer, a spiritual person is genuine and is right. And sometimes, you know, also I think that when we do end up working with someone who we don't gel with or we perceive them as being ingenuine, you know, that sort of negative experience is also 
a wonderful learning because I have been in sessions with people who went who they said they were or were smokes and mirrors and you know yes you feel bad for your money and your time and that you know you feel disappointed that you didn't get what they promised you but on the other side of that is this wonderful learning that now you know what you want right like I knew I don't want to be like that I don't want you to have to chase me for a recording for a week right or I don't want to prep you up and tell you what you want to hear and you feel wonderful in a session but there's actually no substance to it right like I don't want to I don't want to bring through a loved one unless I know I am able to bring through evidence that will in your mind give you that knowing that yes she's got my person here so thank you again and as always I appreciate you giving me this time and listening and I would love to hear from you what you think about spiritual people who have for entertainment purposes only Um, and if you have any experiences with let's say an ingenuine or bad experiences please feel free to reach out and share with me. I would love to hear from you. Not so we can feed our egos, but because sometimes we just need the space to just say it and then it feels much better. You know, letting it out of our body, out of our energy field. All right. I hope to be back in your ears next week. Bye.